So on today's episode, we're going to be talking about the one and only trailer for Zack Snyder's Justice League. <gasps> I mean, I, I'm pretty excited about you know watching this. And we're going to be doing not only a breakdown, but we're going to do a reaction. This is going to be the first time that we're watching it. I know we're kind of late because we're recording this today on Monday, February 15th. We're going to be releasing this episode on Tuesday, February 16th. The trailer came out on Sunday, February 14th, but we're going to watch it now for the first time. Boy. So the trailer came out Crazy. on the 14th. We're recording on the 15th. We're going to release on the 16th, and we're going to watch it right now. So, Man. I mean, before we actually get into it, Eli, I mean, Andre, are you, like, super excited? Is this, like, something that you've been looking forward to? I mean... The freaking thing comes out in a month. What do you think? Well, AJ thinks that Sorry, at first, uh, you know, I was kind of apprehensive because of what this might mean to the industry. But ever since I started seeing those teasers, like, I'm not even going to lie. It looks pretty good. It's looking pretty good. And I just love the meme where it's like, it's the same movie. <laughs> and it shows like the really horribly edited part of the first move of the original Justice League with Superman, where they try to edit out the mustache. What is it that they call that the um, Shrek look, right? <laughs> what? He looks like Shrek. Yeah, I his guess, face kind of does. And then right next to it is the, I guess, original, the new and improved. Black suit Superman, which looks absolutely stupendous. Yeah. So at this point, I'm not even gonna lie. I, I'm looking forward to it. I am. All right. So we have the. So that was that was. This is like the third iteration because we had the Hallelujah trailer teaser trailer, which was pretty cool. I at least I thought so. Then we've had those teasers that came out in the Super Bowl that said the trailer is coming. Um, Yesterday, the 14th, Valentine's Day. So I guess that's Zack Snyder's Valentine's Day gift to all the DC fans, right? <laughs> Eli, what do you think? Are, are you, like, kind of excited for this trailer? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty exciting. I'm excited. I'm not as excited as it, uh, as it, as I am for, for Kong versus Godzilla. But, yeah, I'm pretty excited for this. All right. So why don't we just stop talking about it? and kind of get into the CrossGen podcast and check it out. Hi, everybody, and welcome back. This is the CrossGen Podcast. Um, I just want to welcome everyone listening. Thank you for joining us. Um, and let's go around and introduce ourselves before we watch this game. Then. Um, my name is Walt. DJ of Apocalypse. And before we start, I just want to uh, thank everyone again for listening in. And I would like to remind you to please rate, review, and subscribe to the show if you haven't done so already. That's the best way that you can help a fledgling podcast like us out 
you know, more exposure that we get, the bigger we we become. And also it helps out because, you know, that way we get kind of a feedback from our fans as to what are we doing right, what are we doing wrong. So again, please uh, rate, review, and subscribe. Tell all your friends. And that being said, let's watch this. So we're going to do a trailer reaction. This is going to be the first time that we see this brand new Justice League trailer. And we're going to break it down afterwards with our resident DC expert, AJ, here. All right. So without further ado, let's watch this damn thing. Here we go. HBO Max original. And we okay. see Superman. What is he doing? What is that? He's getting... Dying. Is that what it is? He's dying? Yeah. Okay. Now we've got a panning shot of, I guess it's Gotham, right? I guess that was his death. It's like resin all around the planet. What the heck is that? I'm assuming that's the mascara, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like Oh, the nightmare vision. So right now we're talking about premonitions and our first look at Dark Side. There's Dark Side proper. You know who that, that was next to him? The Big Sad. Went... I got spoiled on Granny Goodness and Stephanie. Yep. Wow. Okay, some of those things we've seen before. Yeah. That we haven't seen. <laughs> We're seeing Lois, more dark side that we've seen. That we've definitely seen Aquaman yeah. stopping the water. Wow, Iris West. Flash. There it is, oh, Andre. Oh, Black Suit Superman. We get a lot of cyborg in this one, don't we? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, they did say in the original cut. Is heavily in the center, which makes sense given his backstory. Oh, look at that! Oh. That was the shot, right? Yep. With the black the shot. Oh. Zack Snyder's Justice League. Oh wait, who's this? Oh. <gasps> Joker. Oh. Which Joker is this? That's Jared Leto's Joker. Yeah. Believe it or not. That's the oh, Joker okay. from Suicide Squad. Oh, okay. Well, he was always supposed right. to be in Justice League. Yeah. They was. cut Joss Whedon cut him out. You know? But I love the fact I I actually like his look there. I mean, what do you guys think? I think it looks pretty good too. It's definitely not what you got in Suicide Squad, but that's what I like about it. That's true. Kind of he like looks it. like he's got less tats on him, right? Or is is that just my it's imagination? Probably, probably still has the tats. Hmm. I, I'd imagine. All right. So why don't why don't we we okay? First of all, what do you think of the trailer? Well, they did a really good job of telling us next to nothing, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yes. Because that was the biggest problem we had with BVS. Yeah. BVS told us everything. everything. So I guess maybe uh, Snyder kind of learned his lesson. They were 
they wised up to it. But I kind of think the advertising falls on WWE, though. That is me. true. That is true. Because um, if you remember with uh, the whole thing with Suicide Squad, right, was that this company, Trailer Park, which is funny because they make trailers, so they call themselves <laughs> Trailer Park, they did the really, really awesome uh, trailer for Suicide Squad. And WB in their, I don't know what you want to call their wisdom, thought that, you know what, if you did such a great job with the trailer, maybe you should cut the movie also. And that did not go over well. Bruh. You know? Ouch. Like, that was, you could tell that that thing was cut up horribly, Suicide Squad. So, maybe WB is finally... Finally learning their lessons and just I hope so. le- hands see, that, off. That's the thing, though. I I really hope that's the case, but WB just does not have a good track record. No, so yeah. I, I'm not inclined. I'm not inclined to fully believe that this is a change for the better. But it is a good start if it is. Well, let's look yeah. at their last four movies because the last four movies, if I remember correctly, is Wonder Woman. Aquaman, Shazam, and Wonder Woman 84. Now, three out of those four films were actually pretty good, right? Yep. Compared to some of the other stuff. So, again, like I said, maybe, just maybe, WB is learning their lesson and letting the filmmakers actually make films, right? (laughs) Yeah. So, let's hope. Um, Eli, what did you think about the trailer? Okay. Folks, if you don't understand Eli's take, he starts out at corny (laughs) and then goes forward. It's it's not even really corny. It's just that you said it yourself. WB doesn't keep a really good track record of, like, how they handle situations, right? So, yes, while it looks like a good trailer, I'm still not... I'm still I'm I don't put my I don't put all of my faith in stuff. And so Zack Snyder. Okay, so let's wait, Zack Snyder or WB? I mean WB, sorry, sorry. Okay. So let's let's reframe this a little bit. Okay? And I'm I'm gonna ask you again uh what your your thoughts are after I explain something. Because if we look at the the tale of getting Justice League on film, right? Um, Zack Snyder has been kind of like, at least prior to this, he was kind of like the guy that was running DC. He was kind of, in a very loose sense of the way, he was kind of like the Kevin Feige of DC, right? Except he, instead of Kevin Feige, kind of like, he's the one that deals with the the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and he's kind of like the guy behind the scenes, um, even though everybody knows about him. With Zack Snyder, he was a little bit different because he was that Kevin Feige guy where he was kind of directing how everything kind of flowed with the DC Universe. But he was also making the films. So he had more of a direct impact on DC than kind of Kevin Feige does. Because Kevin Feige, he's like the showrunner. He's he's telling everybody, okay, this is our storyline, filmmakers. You have to create something within that storyline. Whereas Snyder was like, this is the storyline, and this is the movies that I'm making based on the storyline, 
And when Wonder Woman came out, you know, he had a lot of collaboration with Patty Jenkins, the director of Wonder Woman, to make sure that those kind of things tied in together, right? So he did Man of Steel. Awesome. Right? Which I thought it was awesome. But there's a there's a lot of um disagreement within the DC universe for fans because of the way they treated Superman's character. They didn't like the way they treated Superman's character. Which is understandable because in DC, what is Superman? He's basically Captain America, the goody two shoes. Right. But in this in this version he was it was a substantially darker story. Well, that I think that was Snyder better. told. Yeah, I I think, I, I think it, it it kind of feels realistic the way they yeah. tra- they yeah. treated Superman because he is an alien, and you know, people on a whole kind of tend to fear what they don't understand. We've mm-hmm. heard that plenty of times in different movies all over the place, right? So to me, I felt like this was a deconstruction of Superman, but it was pr- appropriate. Because my thought was that eventually Zack Snyder was going to get to that version of Superman where he's he's now the ideal, you know, the 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 vision of what mankind could be. That's how I always felt his, you know, arc was gonna be over these movies, right? So Man of Steel came out and that was kind of controversial because like I said, I me in my opinion it was a good movie, but um it didn't show the Superman that everybody knows and loves, right? BVS came out, and that was also controversial, right? Because, again, WB took it and hacked that into pieces and told Zack Snyder, we want a shortened version of BVS, not the version that you want to release. So he had to cut it up, and in my opinion, the movie suffered for it, right? And then mm-hmm. one of the criticisms that I have was the Martha moment, which bothers the heck out of me, right? Um, but I blame that more on the screenwriter um, trying to make it seem like he was smarter than all the DC fanboys out there, you know? Oh, look, <laughs> they both have the same name, uh, Superman's mom and Batman's mom. Let's find a way to connect it. <laughs> which was totally stupid, but whatever, right? So at this point, um, there was clamor, and ironically, the fans wanted Snyder off of this because they felt that he was ruining the DC characters, right? So he started out doing Justice League, which was the third movie that he was creating under the DC banner. And he got most of it done. My, If I remember correctly, I think he got like maybe 90% of the way done, Yeah, mostly. Um, but then the clamoring was really, really high, so... Originally, WB wanted to get rid of him, but then they figured, you know what, he's almost done. Let's just finish. And then, unfortunately, tragedy happened to Zack Snyder. His her daughter, his daughter, um, passed away to the suicide, and he tried to work through it, but he felt that he couldn't, so he ended up leaving the project. Joss Whedon came in, and well, we all know what happened there. He screwed it all up. He basically got rid of 75% of the film, um, created brand new storylines, didn't connect it with previous movies, and now as we hear more and more coming out, um, the set was not a friendly place to work. 
let's put it that way. You know, there's a lot of complaints coming out, mostly from Ray Fisher, who played Cyborg, where he felt like um, he was being disrespected. He was, you know, there's a lot of stuff there. You know, we won't get into this on this podcast, but um, they were, there was a lot of issues there. Justice League came out in theaters and was completely trashed by everyone. Horrible. And like Horrible. AJ said, um, part of the part of the thing was reshooting tons of footage for this new Justice League. Mm-hmm. However, the star Henry Cavill, who plays Superman in the movie, had already left to go do another project, Mission Impossible, and in that one. He was contracted to wear a mustache. Gosh. So um, WB wanted to bring him back, and they asked Universal, who was the studio that was making Mission Impossible, if he can shave the mustache, and Universal said, absolutely not. He's in first All position. Yeah. He's in what, what they what they refer to in the business as first position for this project. So Whatever you do, you're gonna have to do it under the under our scheduling, and so that led to Joss Whedon's infamous decision to CGI the mustache out. You guys know what happened with that. Right. <laughs> he got shredded. <laughs> he got shredded. It looked completely horrible on the film, and you know what's the worst part about it? There are YouTubers that have done a better job in getting rid of the mustache than oh. Joss Whedon did. So <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Um, so that leads us up to present time. So everybody, it's funny how fans are because they wanted Zack Snyder off of the project completely. But when they got the trash that was Justice League, all of a sudden there was an outcry for the Snyder, the Snyder cut. And... People didn't know if it existed. Zack Snyder kind of teased that it did. Um, I think it was Momoa that was the first one had, that said that he saw the Snyder cut and thought it was far superior, and that really amped up the online petitions to get the Snyder cut out in the world. And it continued and continued. It got louder and louder and louder. For and years. For years. And believe it or not, WB listened. Which is amazing because usually stuff like this never happens. And if it does, it happens decades after the movie's been released. Right? Yeah, yeah. You never know, you know. But I mean, you look at stuff like Blade Runner. Blade Runner has five iterations of the same movie. But again, that happened, yes. There are five different versions of Blade Runner that's out there. There's one DVD that has all five of them. God, but there is one that the guy, the director, considers as the final cut, and that's the one that a lot of people really look at as the definitive version of Blade Runner. Um, but here we are, just a couple of years after Justice League actually came out, and we're getting the real version, which is amazing to me, right? So that being said, Eli. Do you still feel the same way about how this thing is? Because remember, Justice League, the first one, was the was the version that Joss Whedon kind of hacked up and made it. Now, the real version is coming out, and WB actually gave Snyder $30 million 
to fix up the the CGI, to create new scenes, to do some reshoots with the the characters, and to get Junkie XL to do the soundtrack for the movie. So they're actually letting him do whatever the heck he wants to make the movie that he wants. So that being said, does that change your opinion on the trailer and the movie going forward? I don't want to set a really high bar uh, for this movie, but I do think it'll it'll be a, one of their best movies so far. Okay. I do think that. But, okay. like I said, I don't want to set it too. What, it's going to be like six hours long? Four-hour four hour movie. Now, originally, originally the they had thought that they were going to make it into four one-hour pieces, kind of like a miniseries, but Zack Snyder kind of killed that kibosh and said, no, it's going to be four hours long. We're going to throw it up there as one continuous movie. So it's a four-hour long movie. Okay? Does that change your opinion in any way? Well, Do you think four hours is way too long for this? Here's the thing. Because from what I remember initially of the way these movies were supposed to go down, Justice League was supposed to come first. And that was going to set up Darkseid. And then there was going to be Justice League 2, which is Good point. Darkseid itself. Good point. So I, it really feels like it's not Justice League. It's Justice League 1 and 2. I which agree. Is a, to make it four, mo- four hours long is... Again, as much as I am excited to see this, that makes me a little apprehensive. Uh, unless it has, like, the best flow on Earth, then maybe, in the very smallest sense, I can imagine sitting down for four hours. But beyond yeah, because... that, that is a very long time to watch So let me ask you guys a question. BVS, we saw it in the movie theaters, right? That was that was the shortened version, and that still was like two and a half hours, okay? But there is the extended version, right? The extended cut, which added, I think, another 30 minutes to it. So that movie was in, that movie's in the three-hour range. Did you feel that that version was better than the theatrical cut? Um, I, I know remember. for, I, re- I remember for sure that it was, but... I honestly don't remember sitting down for three hours. Me neither. I'm pretty sure I fell asleep for that. But you know what? That makes the case because we did see it in one sitting, and it didn't feel like three hours because it was better. uh, Yes, but it's three hours is one thing. Four hours. Yeah, that that has to go. That has to go seamlessly. And here's my take on this. If you have to stretch a story out for four hours, and you can't just fit that into a regular three-hour movie... Well, technically, that's that's what I'm trying to say. This isn't even one movie. This is two movies as one. The original... It's like AJ said, the original concept that Zack Snyder had in his mind was he was going to release Justice League as a two-part movie. Kind of similar to what they did with um, Harry Potter, the last one. I mean, not even that. Imagine if you put Infinity War and Endgame together. I'm not yeah. gonna be able to sit through that. I won't sit through that. Like well, it's a good, it's a great movie and all. 
like mm-hmm. Shrek level, Shrek level, good, right? But I can't sit through that. Well, the good thing is, is that um, they're going to be releasing it on HBO Max. So, you know, it's not like you're going to a movie theater, although they are releasing it in movie theaters also. But it's not like you're going to a movie theater and sitting at a movie yeah, theater for four hours. Here's you, the thing. You here's have more it, control if you're watching it at home. Yeah, yeah but, gonna, oh, wait, you go. Whatever. I was just going to say that, um, I mean, I guess there is a feasible way to do it. All you have to do is just give yourself intermissions. Yeah, basically. And I feel like they would, they should do that in the movie theaters because there's no way you're going to keep people sitting down for four hours straight. That's yeah, true. but here's the thing. If you have to take a break from the movie, that's because well, it's considered one whole movie, right? That kind of takes it out because it, it's not like it's it's a continuation. It, there's no like pause in time. And you know what I'm well, trying to say, Well, we still don't know. We still don't know if that's the case because maybe he might put in like a brief pause and say, you know, this is the intermission. If you want to cut it. Then, yeah, but, you know how you know what I mean? Like, like, like. Yeah. Let's say in plays, you know. When yeah, we go I was to about plays, to say that, but that's not what I'm saying. What I'm what I'm trying to say here is that when you have a, when you and have the two, phone is going crazy. Sorry about that, guys. Yeah. Um. But if you're making this one whole movie and you wanna and you wanna stop it, I prefer it. It's like watching a show and not finishing it. That's how it feels because there's no beginning. There's no beginning and end for for each segment. It's almost like we're jumping straight back into the episode. And it's just, I don't like that feel at all. Well, we have to see how he cut it. I, I, I guess yeah. that's that's what it's going to be. Because maybe, you know, again, remember, this was supposed to be two movies. So maybe where, if he puts in an intermission, right, in the movie, that could feel kind of like, okay, this is where we're cutting and and the way that the movie is set up, it kind of feels like this is the end of a movie. You know what I mean? I I guess the the most the worst um, instance is the Matrix movies. You remember the Matrix movies, especially the last two. The yeah. last two was was set up in a way that it's if you really watch it, you're supposed to watch it together. And I remember going to see the second one, and I can't remember the names because they're both revolution. Kind of, is the second one reloaded? No, it, yeah, it's reloaded and then revolution. Okay, I think. so the way reloaded ended, and I remember it because this was one of the things I remember being in the movie theaters. The very end is spoiler alert. They have both Neo unconscious, right, and the other person, which is the physical and have a physical form of Mr. Mr. Smith, right? And it ended super abruptly. And I remember being in the movie theater and everybody was like, what? <laughs> like, how, how is this ending now? You know what I'm saying? And I think that that's kind of what yeah. you're talking about, where it's like all of a sudden it stops and it's so abrupt. You're like, wait, it's, there's got to be more. It's more... Right? It's not really the end for me. It's more of the beginning. The beginning of the second one? Yeah, that's what I'm afraid of. All right. Well, like I said, let's hope that it's kind of like a seamless thing where it's like it feels like the end of a second movie, the start of the third. Yeah. You know? Because like I said, that was his vision. That's the way he wanted it. You know? Um, so let's actually talk about the trailer. Okay? 
the trailer it starts out with basically the death of Superman, the death of Superman right? And he's he's like shooting. There's lightning all over the place, right? Well, that's because you know when he stabbed Doomsday, that was the whole right. And we we see the aftermath of that because he's yelling, I guess, in a, a death knell, right? Yeah. But his yell is so so impactful that it sends like a sound wave across that's... both. Um, there's a shockwave across the planet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it even gets to the mascara of all places. So do you think that that's what it is? That that shockwave is the thing that causes that, that building in Themyscira to fall off the, the cliff? I think so. Because <laughs> I saw the wave there. Oh, there was a wave? I didn't I see that. I think I saw it, yeah. Okay. So that that's... That's kind of interesting. And I right? like how at the very end of that, I, I I don't remember the exact quote, but it was something to the effect of, what, did a god just die? <laughs> and that's a very... I didn't catch that. I didn't that catch that's that. a very Snyder, Snyder thing to do. And I, I kind of like that, to right. be honest. Because a lot of the, a lot of the images that um, he puts in, in some of his movies, they're, they're very religious in, in its... Mythological theme, right? too. And mythological also. Yeah. You know, but you see like, for example, in I think it was BVS, you know, the, the point where Superman is kind of floating across and everybody's kind of reaching up to the sky for him and stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, that's more like a Messiah type image. So he likes throwing in those things. And he's very uh, thematic when it comes to stuff like that, right? So there you go. You know, it's he had to put it in there, right? You know, what did a God die? Right? What do you think, uh, Eli? You're you're cringing over here again. Yeah. Why? It's good and all, but like it's way too Dragon Ballish. Like with the shock waves, it's so dramatic. Well, I I don't I don't like the fact that it's like because in actual realistic stuff, it. Oh, you're kidding me. This is not supposed to be realistic. But the point is, it's too Dragon Ball-y. It's like it's like the instance with uh shooting an orb of light in Supernatural. I mean, yeah, it's it's just oh, I don't like it. I mean, they already do like um, they already. I mean, archangels. If you're really gonna go there, I mean, arc most of the barring a few demons, angels generally have the power to do huge flashes of light, and they can control how that works. Yeah, but there's there's a huge difference there. With an orb, if, with a ball of light like a kamehameha, it, there's just a such a huge difference there because it, it just doesn't go well. That's not... It's just so weird. But whatever. Yeah. Otherwise, I like it. I like it. I like the instance of... I kind of um, like that because it shows how strong die. Superman is, first of all. I know, but... That is true. If, if he yells, he's kind of like Black Bolt, right? <laughs> in, in a sense, yeah. Almost. Like a Black Bolt type thing, yeah. Black Bolt from the Marvel Universe. He's uh, an inhuman that has to remain quiet. He he can't talk because his whisper could destroy galaxies, right? Well, like a planet, yes. Yeah. It's when he yells, that's when crap gets real. Yeah. Yeah, so... Nah. Think of an all-powerful being yelling at, at the... At, you know, as as loud as he can. You would hear it, like, yeah, all but over the planet. That's, that's fine and all, but just, like, how they displayed it with, like... The, I just that's why I didn't that's why I don't really like Black Bolt because it's a little bit weird but okay. you know, that's comics for you bro 
Yeah, but when you put it into a cinematic movie, it's it should be different, right? I mean, no. I mean, it, 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 it all depends. I mean, you're talking about a movie where people fly and and but, you know run at, at the speed of sound and and a person that that's half human that lives on the water and stuff like that. So realism is. It's not something that applies here at all. Yeah. Although, although, although Snyder does try and make it as realistic as possible, you know. But you got to allow the the director to kind of like have his have his take on it, you know. Well, anyway, um, what did you guys think about Nightmare? The Nightmare sequences. It seems like this trailer had a lot of Nightmare sequences in it. And when I say nightmare, I'm talking about. Well, here's the nightmare. thing. I don't yeah. think that they're nightmare sequences anymore. Okay. That looks like, sure, maybe it'll start out as the nightmare sequence, but as the movie drags on, that's what actually happens until Flash does this whole timey wimey thing. Well, are you interested in, in finding out more? Because that's one of the things that was critical about Josh Whedon's take. He completely ignored anything related to the nightmare sequences. Well, the only the only thing he really did in that movie was basically the only the only thing Batman had the dream okay, and then you had Flash come back from the future. That was really it. Well, no, because yeah, but he had the dream, and that dream was super impactful because it it kind of it kind of um, portended the arrival of Darkseid, which is something we never got in. The Joss Whedon version. Well, yeah, and again, I I lend that to that was supposed to be the second movie, not the first. Okay. So, what did you find anything, you know, super awesome about the nightmare sequence? Was there anything that you you looked at and said, "Wow, that's something we never saw before"? No, that's really the thing here. Half of what we saw are things we've seen already, barring a few of the new things. Mm-hmm. It's giving you as little information as possible. Okay. So that's a good thing. So, Eli, um, Dark Side, what, what do you think about his look? We've kind of seen him before, but the, I think this is probably like... Uh, I don't know what you want to call it. Because in the teaser before, we saw him like wielding an axe or a hammer before, right? Euxus. Euxus. So that's his former version. Now I think we see Darkseid as Darkseid, right? Yeah, and it took me a while because I actually studied the photo a little before we saw the trailer. I, I can see the he has his normal headset in the back, though. It's not necessarily you have to really look to see it. Okay. It is Darkseid proper. Okay. What do you think of his look, guys? Um, I think it's... No, honestly, I think it's a pretty good take on his character. It does suit him well, and it does, like... It is... It makes him look a lot more evil, which is which is pretty cool. Yes, this is definitely... Uh, this is good. That's what I'm going to say. Good. Um, the thing that I also like here is normally at least as far as I'm remembering. The Omega symbol is normally, you're looking at it up, like it's right side up. 
Mm-hmm. But I kind, I'm actually kind of liking that he wears it upside down. So he can look at it? No, not even that. Because, like, Omega means the end, you know? Uh-huh. So okay. the Omega upside down, it's kind of like, okay, so the Omega up uh, right side up means the end. Upside down, this is the end end. <laughs> at least that's the way I'm looking at it. So it's kind of like, oh. All right. So I mean, yeah, he's he's definitely looking more sinister. Sinister, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know who's it, he's gonna be compared to, right? He's gonna be compared to the MCU oh, and sense. Thanos. Um, looking at him here, do you think he? I think the way the MCU portrayed Thanos and his look was really comic book accurate, right? Yeah. What do you think? Do you do you feel the same way with this, Snyder's take on? It is Dark actually Side? pretty comic book accurate. For one, I I know especially in the the newer animated series he gets shoulder pauldrons, mm-hmm. but in the actual even the old Justice League animated shows he's never had shoulder pauldrons. So on that count, I'll give you yes, that's comic book accurate. The way the because again, you can barely see it here, but it is there. You see the back yeah. of his—I'm not going to say helmet, but I'll say head ornamentation. You see more forehead here than you would normally see with Dark Side, right? No, that's oh, that's no. pretty pretty, pretty accurate it's... too. No. I mean, okay. given sometimes it'll come over his head, but there are definitely instances where it's a little farther back. Yeah. Okay. So I think it's good. What about the side? How you liking the side? He's not looking like himself, but it's a good look on him. Wait, who's Desaad? Desaad is, you know Alistair from Supernatural. He's like the head honcho when it comes to torture. That's Apocalypse's head torturer. What's his, how do you spell his name again? Mm D-E-S-A-A-D. Desaad. He's kind of like a, and he looks like him, right? Like an Ebony Maw for Thanos? Yes, here's the thing, though. Desaad looks... Pretty buff there. He he looks like he's he gonna looks like he's gonna mess you up, not with his tools, but with his fists. And the one criticism mm-hmm. I have is that Desad is generally very he's like the Emperor. He's decrepit, deformed. He he doesn't he's not gonna outright fight you, is what I'm saying. So he'll out he'll outthink you then. Yes. Right? He he's more likely to do that. Okay. And I, I'm I like also that. expecting like him that. to die. Okay. He's definitely gonna die. How about this? I don't know. Granny goodness. Granny goodness. Granny goodness. That is also a different look, but not. I'm I'm okay with it because Granny goodness is generally like pretty heavy set mm-hmm. for the most part. She doesn't look that much. And like the granny hair though. is also a little more crazy. crazy. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's that, definitely. That, the, the Granny Goodness I'm seeing here really gives me Captain Phasma vibes, which I'm okay with, but generally I expect that more from the Furies, but I'll need to see how this one plays out. She's carrying that big... Yep, that's uh, that's a signature weapon. Yep. I'm wondering if they're going to use Darkseid's son in this one, too. He has a son? He has two. So the way it works is originally... Yep. Uh, Apocalypse, Darkseid's homeworld, is in an eternal battle with this other planet 
Oh no, I'm blanking on the name right now. Uh, it's a very heaven-sounding uh, planet. Uh, New Genesis. There you, there you go. New Genesis. And so they've been at war for a while, but there was this one point where they like really had to stop and they were going to destroy each other. So what they did for the peace negotiations is each leader traded a son to bring to the other planet. So Darkseid would give up, I think, was one of his younger sons, and that was Orion. He went to New Genesis. And the kid that would come from New Genesis was the son of Highfather. And he would go on to become the hero known as... Oof. Uh, Frida, something freedom. Oh, God. Um, oh, I hate it when I blank on stuff like this. Uh, Scott Free. There you go. Scott, Scott Free. Free? Scott yeah. Free. Oh, my gosh. Okay. And that's how Scott Free, he basically, he undermines Darkseid on Apocalypse. Because clearly the that piece was never going to hold. Right. But Darkseid also has another son. And he's like this, uh, what's the best way to describe him? Uh, think of a manticore, but as a person. And that's God. basically like a liony type figure. And his name is Kaliba. He's actually kind of cool to see on, on the screen. If they do that, that, that that'd actually be pretty frick? cool. Okay. You got to see the new, you got to see the newer incarnations of him. Because he actually does look pretty cool. You know I what? think you'd like him. You know what I think we have to do? I think we have to... Still not one of the newer incarnations. We You're looking to, at the uh, older ones. Still older. We have to... There's like, a newer one from New 52. Okay, that's what I needed. Okay. I think what one. we have to do is we have to let Eve watch some of those old Justice League cartoons. The animated. He was in there too. That's what I'm saying. So I think that, that'll that be good for Eli so that he can kind of figure out who these people are. Yeah, let me see. You know? Okay, you here's a good one. That's him right there. I mean, again, new, okay. new fourth worlders are supposed to look a little weird, but looks, that's honestly the best one I've seen. It's very Greek mythology, Roman mythology. That yeah, that one's weird. Yeah. But the other one is is more like a, a new gods. That yeah. Whole, that whole thing. So well, I got a good picture. That works. Yeah, that actually. I like that. It's, Seeing him on screen yeah. would also be really cool because he's another one of those generals for Dark Side. All right, so. I think we're, we're saying that the take on the villains are pretty good. Let's talk about the other villain that makes an appearance. That is Jared Leto's Joker. Yes. Um, again, he, they kind of save him for the money shot of the, the trailer at the very, very end. Um, and he looks way different from what you've seen him in Suicide Squad. You know, And again, in the nightmare sequence, whether it's real or it's not, but we see him at the very end, and he looks like he's been captured by Batman. So what what do you think about him? How much do you think he's going to be in the movie? Do you think he's going to be a big, important piece of the movie? Or is this just mm -hmm. to kind of put him in there and say, hey, there is a Joker out there? I don't think it's more so going to be like a super huge role. I don't, I don't expect him showing up and going toe-to-toe -to -toe with one of Darkseid's generals. It's definitely not going to happen. But... I think he's going to be there to play off Batman a lot. And, God, I love that he, he even says, like, the first part. The first thing he says is a meme. 
we, we live, live in a society. <laughs> and then, of course, that goes on to a huge, a much bigger quote. But I just, I just love that they kind of, hey, look, there's a meme in there. You said it. Right. <laughs> Let's talk about two more things before we wrap this up. Um, how do you feel about what appears to be the the flushing out of Cyborg and Flash in this movie? Heroes. Right? Because we do see Cyborg um, featured more prominently in this trailer. And we see something that was completely cut out from Joss Whedon's take, which is Iris West and his inter- and his interaction with his dad as well. So, um, do you see them definitely taking more of a, a bigger role? We get more of their origin stories I here. I think it needs it, and it is what has been completely lacking in substance. The Justice League movie just, at least with the MCU, you had the buildup of your guys like Iron Man, Captain America, maybe not Black Widow so much, but you had the Hulk. You at least had those. Yeah, and what they did with Black Widow and the Hulk especially is that they interweave them in the other stories. They didn't have necessarily their own movies, but they were in some of those other movies enough that you knew who they were, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so now, at least here, it's not just, oh, look, uh, we just found this guy. Let's fight with him. Let's fight alongside him. Here we actually get the substance. And that is that is honestly what was the failing, part of the failing of the Justice League movie, the original one. It's going to be... That's what, I'm, I'm kind of ranting here, but the point is... It needs it, and I'm happy they're including it. What do you think, Eli? Yeah, I think it's I think it's it's good that they're finally like doing stuff like that, and they're I I really like how they're expanding on uh, Cyborg. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Like and that he, scene. Too. Yeah. That scene where he started like flying and stuff. We never saw that for for Cyborg. He he was. Well, we actually did see him flying. It just wasn't very good. He wasn't given enough screen time. And right? and the the one thing that we saw in the trailer was kind of exciting. The what what he was doing, right? He was flying yeah. and fighting at the same time and shooting out lasers, you know, from the sides. So it looks like he's going to have more of an action sequence just for himself, yes, right? That's what I. That's yes, what we and need. It may, and it makes perfect sense because he is the most integral part of the movie. He's made of a mother box for god's sake that is true yeah and flash well flash is also instrumental because he's the one that actually goes back to the past and says hey you need to do this or we're done they also had iris west yes that was pretty cool so is she dying did it it look like she was in big trouble in that 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 little sequence that they showed her right Mm. you think she dies in this movie no that would kind of suck because their 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 relationship is kind of huge, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't think it would. I, I, that wouldn't, especially if you're gonna try to break away from that whole fridging trend. That's what it's called, right? Yeah. So, do you think that maybe that's the first time that we meet that he's actually saving her? Yeah, I think that's yeah. more so what that yeah. is. But okay. as far as like the future sequence goes, that. 
all bets are off. I'm sorry. Damn. So speaking about that future sequence, how what remember the whole thing was that in BBS, Flash went back in time to warn Bruce Wayne. Right? Oh, that was part of that movie. Oh, that's yeah. why. Okay. Do you think Got that pays off across. in this movie? And remember what he said. He said she's the key. Do you do you think well, obviously I happen to think that that's going to be a key to this movie, but who do you think she is? Is it Lois Lane? Is it Wonder Woman? I don't think it's going to be Iris West. I think it's going to be Lois Lane. I still think it is. Because... So let's get into it. Because this is the last piece that I wanted to go on, and I think it's going to lead into what you're about to say. Let's talk about Black Suit Superman. Oh, yeah. So, so continue with your thought. He looks incredibly menacing in the scenes where we do see him. I have a very bad feeling, because it has happened before, that Superman will come under the thrall of Darkseid, because they are using the same, well, no. What is it, the Omega effect, right? Is that what it's called? No, 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 no. That's actually Darkseid's power. Oh, wait, wait. The anti-life equation. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Exactly. Is the thing that makes you mind that mind that blah, 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 is the mind control thing that Darkseid seeks. Mm -hmm. I think using it this early would be a mistake, but I can very easily see Desad doing one of his things where it's like, yeah, so he works for us now because <laughs> he does do that. That would be amazing. You know and then that. Lois Lane would be the one to snap him out of it, which I can see where you'd say that's cringe, but Very. that's the only thing I can see as she is the key. I don't want that to happen, though, because that, like you said, that's very cringe. Yeah, uh, I don't know. You can, well... If you do it right, there could be a way to make it the least cringy. They just really need to do it right. Right. Like I don't, I don't know too much about uh, what's his name, Evil Superman. Well, that's actually another thing. Black Suit Superman oh, Black was Superman. actually never necessarily evil. Right. He was yeah. part of the Death of Superman um, comic book storyline. He was like a clone made by. No, that was the original Superman. He right. was just in a black suit because that's what he had. So the, Superman dies in that comic book storyline at yeah. the hands of Doomsday. Doomsday yeah. And then there are four iterations that come back and people don't know who the real Superman is or if they're even Superman, right? Wait, so they're trying to fuse two storylines together? Well, well, they did it in they've BBS. they've been doing that since BBS. And I didn't necessarily like it either, but that's what they did. Oh, that's going to make it even worse. Because now you have a lot to expand on. You're taking in a lot of information. Again, that's also a failing of WB because they were trying to ride the tidal wave that was the MCU. Don't try and ride the tidal wave. Do your own stuff. Yeah, that's one of the, the big criticisms of WB is that they kind of rush the DC universe um, because of the it. fact yeah because of the fact that the MCU took off like ridiculously so they um, just they just don't need to focus on the MCU just forget about them 
there's they don't pose a threat to you if you're making good movies, if you're making good content. If you try and screw it up by keeping up with them, you're never gonna make it. That's what happened. So right. So, um, to wrap this up again, has has anything changed with you, Eli, in terms of the the trailer and um, your excitement for Justice League coming up? I think I'm a little bit more excited, but still cautious, right? Yeah, I'm still just because of WB. I don't I don't want it to be like uh it was Phantom Menace where you guys all came yeah. into the movie theater like we were super Ooh. excited. Yeah. What about, wait, is this movie gonna be good? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. That was that line. Oh, no, 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 no. It was like no. The actual thing was wait, what if it sucks? Yeah. <laughs> so we're kind of on pins and needles with with uh, the Snyder cut also, right? Yeah. What about you, AJ? What do you think? I'm also gonna vote caution but not for the same reasons as you guys i think what is making me cautious is the four hour first of all okay and trying to just completely fuse what should have been two movies together otherwise i'm not gonna say i'm super optimistic but this is clearly a step up from what from joss whedon's justice league i'm sorry so, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> All right. So I, I guess we'll revisit this uh, again mid March when it does come out. Um, I think we're gonna do a review of it, right? I think we have to. Of course. Yes. So um, you know, we'll uh, we'll end that. I, I'm excited. You know, I, I what I saw on screen is kind of typical Snyder. Um, he likes to make his movie movies have this epic feel to it and i think that's that's what you came away from the trailer that this movie is going to have that epicness that snyder likes and i'm excited i i've always been one that wanted to see him complete his vision and so you know once he's done this will be his quote-unquote trilogy of dc films and then we can either applaud him or criticize him for what he did um, with the DC characters, particularly with Superman, because I think that's the thing that everybody... Batman had some criticisms also because the Batman that he chose to portray is a Batman that has no problem killing people, like which Batman. is something that um, a lot of people didn't like. You know, They kind of like the whole Batman I will not kill thing. Uh, Snyder chose not to take that route. But I think the thing that people were upset the most was the way he handled Superman. So um, I guess we'll, we'll wait and see. Mm -hmm. So on that note, um, I want to thank everybody for joining us on the CrossGen Podcast. It was a pleasure talking to you guys. I hope you guys join us next week. And from all of us here, my name is Walt. This is AJ. Eli. Eli. Man, pass across again. Oh my gosh, we still don't have that down I had it before, I just blanked out for a second. Just this one. Alright, people. Um, take care, guys. Later.